0: And welcome to Our Life in Horror. We are a horror movie podcast with a gore-filled side of news, physical media, and everything spooky. My name is Brendan, a horror addict since birth. And with me always is my horror queen Sam, who's still on vacation. She will be back next week. But in the meantime, I got Aubrey here from my uh messed it up. Killing time podcast.
1: Sorry. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. it's okay. I'm I'm a standing queen today, guys. So you guys are stuck with me, unfortunately. (laughs) Um
0: so, um, you guys can, I got to plug our accounts. I got to remember how the layout goes. Um, um, you guys can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, uh, our life and horror. And we have a Patreon page where we do bonus episodes, uh, after hour pods, polls, um, Patreon member picks for episodes too. So the, they get to the choose what movies we review. And then, uh, you can email us at our life and at hotmail.com and Aubrey, where can they find you?
1: Really on Instagram at podcast killing time. I know it's kind of backwards, but hey, I was late to the game, so my handle's different. But find me there. Um, come find me, or just search killing time if you are following them. We're following each other here at Our Life and Horror. I've been kind of taking a break, so it's nice to kind of get back into it, especially with Sam and Brennan, who we've collaborated much many times in the past, and it's always been just so much fun. And I can't wait to get into what we've picked today because it is a romp of a movie. That we're talking about.
0: (laughs) Yes, it is. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So um, before we get into the movie, we'll get into what you've been watching.
1: Well, man, I I went down a really fun rabbit hole when we decided to do this movie of just like, good bad movies or bad good movies however you want to put it uh just movies that really aren't that good but i just find so much enjoyment in them uh i, I i've i've gotten a reputation for being a tad pretentious sometimes when it comes to horror movies so i, I like to kind of let the guard down and show people movies that are really are bad i subjectively i'll tell you they're bad but i just enjoy them so much so like the one we're discussing tamara if you've ever seen that oh yeah. horrible movie <laughs> i mean it's so bad um uh, piranha double d because why not um just bad movies so zombie verse oh my word i totally forgot about zombie verse been watching that they're just such good b movies man and what a time to be alive i think when spooky season comes around more like it is you know we're in the dog days of august now just i, I start to get more in the swing of just like b campy movies and like i just start to get excited it just yep. seems like in the summer you're so far away so All I do is watch classics and Jaws and stuff.
0: Oh, okay. Nice. Um, Yeah, I haven't watched... Besides this movie, I don't think... Well, being in and out of the hospital and stuff like that and Stitches and everything, it's just been such a pain (laughs) in the ass. All, uh, All I've been watching is... Still Law and Order. That's about it. Yeah, that's
1: all right. That that will if you watch every single Law and Order, you'll be eighty-seven by the time it's over. So oh my God, I have know. A good long, you'll have a good long life, man. So <laughs> I like that. I like that choice.
0: <laughs> man, just uh I'm just watching SVU, but like it's twenty-four seasons and it's <clears throat> what, twenty twenty-two episodes uh per season? It's wild. I haven't even made it through season two yet.
1: There's so much people don't understand. And Dick Wolf is just raking it in people. Oh, yeah. he, he he is the absolute top of that pyramid scheme for yeah. sure. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you want to know one thing I forgot about it was like, cause I used to watch it on and off as a kid, but like, it's actually like some gory crime scenes
1: here and there. I was surprised. Yeah. I, I think also that and like how much ice tea cracks me up in that show. Oh, like as a God, kid, I did funny. I didn't understand like how funny it was to see the guy who sang cop killer being the cop um but it's just (laughs) hilarious now and like his delivery and like some of the memes have come out of some of the awesome dialogue but i yeah i agree with you there's there's been some dark and grisly stuff on there that i didn't remember because it's such a lot of people take lighthearted stabs at it that you kind of forget some of the dark subject matter so
0: yeah yeah (laughs) um have you uh collected any physical media lately anything
1: no, um, my used DVD store, I think 4th of July was the last time I did some, they were having like some kind of deal, like buy two, get one free. And honestly, uh, I've kind of picked them over on horror. So there wasn't a whole lot I got there, but I did get the Tim Burton Batmans cause I didn't have those for some reason. So mm, okay. yeah, so that's the only thing physical that I've gotten recently.
0: Nice. I'm trying to think of what I got now. We also went to a, a used store, but Sam's book, new book is in the way. <laughs> Let me see. I got, uh, i got a triple feature it's got um red hook on it oh i can't see it it's got red hook on it it's got house of the fallen and forget me not
1: i love those things those like triple or quadruple features man they are oh, such yeah. good values
0: yeah it seems we meaning to watch red hook for a while too i haven't gotten into it but i got that one um i got the grindhouse uh the double feature with uh death proof and mm. um what's the other one
1: planet, planet terror
0: planet terror mm-hmm. yeah that's a so, and they're got, so
1: great man those are so great those two movies
0: i know i love them too i just upgraded them to blu-ray and then i got the resident which i don't really know too much about other than it's got jeffrey dean morgan in it
1: yeah i don't it doesn't sound familiar to me at all
0: yeah i think it was like a kind of like one of those maybe it was in theaters for maybe like two weeks before it dropped right out yeah yeah but other than that oh i guess we went we went to spirit today because it's our third time being at spirit halloween <laughs> why not
1: like i said the spooky season's around the corner man bring oh, up the sleeping bags and just sleep there
0: oh my god i know so we got uh we got i got myself a twilight zone mug which is actually nice. pretty nice and then sam got a tumbler of some kind and then we got like uh we got one of those little projectors that project ghosts on the wall. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yes. Because like every time we've been there, we've been just collecting like big stuff. Like I got I like already this year, I picked up the popcorn gun from Killer Clowns from Outer Space.
1: Yes. And never yep. those uh, Brothers classic.
0: Yeah, so we always get stuff like that. But this year I'm like, you know what? We're gonna buy some outside stuff. We're gonna get some like skeletons, some lights, and you know, we're gonna really decorate the house outside instead of inside this year.
1: Well, you guys should. Uh, If you guys don't peep their Instagram, I I live vicariously through you guys on that new porch you guys built. Like I am such an outside guy and you guys watching movies out there and everything. (laughs) Super jealous, super jealous. But I just live vicariously through your guys' Instagram stories. So with that nice stuff outside, you could just be watching scary movies and scaring kids as they walk by. It's it's great. I I love that. I love that. There's a great documentary called American Scream all about like home haunters and it man it, i love those people if you haven't seen that watch it cuz it's just about these people literally putting their blood sweat and tear into making these home haunted houses and just scaring kids for one night out of the year they don't take any money or anything it's it's pretty crazy
0: yeah that's what sam was talking about doing this year cuz we got this little this little walkway tunnel that divides our uh our garage in our house and it's like a little archway and then you have to walk through it to get to the backyard and she's like oh we gotta set up fog machines and all kinds of stuff to make the kids walk through there and then we can scare them hell by the yeah. tree and stuff hell <laughs> yeah
1: my parents my parents do it really big they have all the cool animatronics throughout the years and so i always go they have a house on the corner so like they take pride in like dressing their house up so i'll have to peep you guys once we start getting the decorations up here uh all that stuff like they got a cool frankenstein and all kinds of awesome shit so it's really infectious man and like it's just cool especially we get to the age where like we get to watch kids like just being kids and there's not a lot of people going outside anymore, so it's like the one night a year that I really look forward to because it's just like kids just out having fun, man. It's yeah. cool. It's yeah. cool. And like Field of Dreams, if you build it, they will come, man. So <laughs> that's a that's the true thing that we have found out sitting here on the corner.
0: Nice. Um. Well, with that being said, I didn't send you any trailers this week. I'm sorry. I totally as.
1: That's all yeah. right. You got stitches, you know. There's uh, the only time I allowed is when you get stitches into your body. Uh, if there's no <laughs> stitches, trailers better be coming. I almost watched the Blackening last night. Last time I was on here, we reacted to that trailer, um, but just got a little too late, and I was like, I can't pass out in the middle of it because I don't know if I'll ever finish it. Yeah. So I will probably watch that tonight. Okay. Yeah.
0: Um, but I do got news actually this week, so that's nice. Um, let's start out with uh, Prey Two, director. Dan Trachenberg comments that Prey 2 is a very, very big possibility after this success of the first film.
1: Good. Did, did you like the first awesome.
0: yeah, you I, liked Prey. I
1: liked Prey. I mean, I always think Predator is one of those guys that should get a lot more credit, you know, but he just ha- he just doesn't have that many like great movies. He has a lot of like, eh, movies, and Prey was definitely probably in my top three. I thought it was really cool and refreshing to see, but Maybe because I don't have so much invested in the franchise, but I thought Prey was excellent.
0: Yep, I agree. I went in with, like, no expectations. I didn't really feel that feel that connected to the trailer when I watched it, and then I was actually very surprised and on everything. The only thing I don't like is how they just don't go back to that original Predator look, you yeah. know, with Arnie.
1: They always feel like they got to change it up, and it's like sometimes less is more, especially in this case, but... I, I don't know. Pray was one of the better ones I've seen in a long, long time, to be honest.
0: Yeah. What, uh, your top three, what would they be?
1: I mean, OG for sure. You just can't, I mean, you have Arnold Schwarzenegger, Jesse Ventura. It's like, you cannot, you just can't recreate that magic. So definitely that number one, I really do like number, number two with Donald Glover or not Donald Glover. Uh, No, it is Donald Glover. I yeah. always think Danny or Donald Glover. Yeah. Anyways, with him, it's always really good. Um, It makes me think of kind of like a better lethal weapon, (laughs) to be (laughs) honest. But uh, Other than that, uh, in Prey, you know, Prey would kind of I'd have to sit down and rewatch it. The only other one that I really remember that I enjoyed was the one Robert Rodriguez did where it opens up with everyone falling from the sky um, with Adrian Brody. I enjoyed that one. Lawrence Fishburne's in it, Uh, but it'd be probably I'd have to rewatch him, but probably my third place would go to that or Prey and just like knowing that it's within striking distance of my top three that should say enough
0: yeah pretty much i'm in the same boat yeah uh the predators is predators is the robert rodriguez one um, yes i got a soft spot for that one too i know a lot of people i think shit it's on it's yeah, I, I think did. it's
1: good man it opens up and you have no idea where it's going i love that it just jumps right into it and maybe it's just i'm a robert rodriguez fan you know with from Dustal dawn and sin city and stuff but I really did enjoy it. The Shane Black one that just came out most recently wasn't bad, but it leaned way too much action for my taste. Okay. Um, I, I, I like the Predator ones. That it's a little more like hunter-gatherer feeling. Um, yep. That's the thing about the first one. It's like they're being hunted. And, you know, the, new, the newer one before Prey was just like total. It played more like Terminator, which is cool, but it's not my yeah. bag, not my then, thing.
0: Then they had the Predator Iron Man suit at the end, which was, just, yes. was brutal
1: yeah yeah absolutely yep
0: um do you do halloween horror nights
1: i don't if i had more money i definitely would uh but i will say i'm also a giant chicken shit in real life so like i might have a heart attack (laughs) if i (laughs) go okay
0: but they got some very exciting attractions uh coming this year they're gonna do uh an evil dead rise attraction uh the last of us the exorcist believer Universal Monsters Unmasked, uh, Chucky the Ultimate Killer, uh, Stranger Things, and many, many more.
1: A lot of cool shit. I'm super excited about the Universal Monsters to be 100%. Out of all yeah. that stuff that you said, that sounds like right up my alley what I would love to see. Um, not to say that I wouldn't enjoy the Evil Dead stuff, but that's <laughs> kind of cool. The Universal Monsters Unmasked, I'd love that.
0: Yeah, see, I'd really like to see what they do with The Last of Us because they're like, mm. they got to be so creative and like right down to the game and how the show looked right and those things are like both kind of beautiful and yet absolutely terrifying to look at
1: yeah that i i think that would probably be the most visually like awing but it's just man seeing stuff that you might get stuff that maybe bella lugosi wore like lon cheney jr stuff like that i'm just such a nerd like you guys are so like getting to see the roots of like where all that stuff started is just like right up my alley no, I agree. I, I think the mold monsters that's what I call them from The Last of Us. <laughs> um, the mold mushroom monsters, um, they're gonna look awesome. That yeah, I, if I had the money and means, man, I would be down there every year to be honest.
0: Yeah, for sure. I would like to go check it out one day. Um, let me see what I got here. Stephen King's The Mist is getting a 4K release. Uh, this will include an updated scan of the theatrical release. And the highly sought after black and white cut of the movie. And it'll be octo- available October 3rd in a steelbook and a standard edition.
1: Excited about that. I've heard a lot of rumblings on the black and white cut and how Stephen King really enjoyed it that way. Um So that sounds super cool. I think The Mist is supremely underrated. Uh, I guess it's polarizing. Some people hate it. I love it love that ending love that
0: ending (laughs) same i know i I haven't gotten sam to watch it yet because it's kind of more of like a creature feature yeah but i think that's kind of what it was made to be and frank darabon also is like it was made to be a black and white movie it it,
1: It feels that way it feels very like early 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 horror movies vibes like it feels like we're just talking about universal monsters it feels like it could be part of a universal monsters universe for sure just with much more subtext that Stephen King gave us. Uh, It's really cool to see the people become the monsters inside the grocery store. That's a cool thing. I I think Sam would really enjoy it. If you told her the director of walking dead and Stephen King wrote it, she'd probably get behind it.
0: Yeah, I think so. Do I show her the black and white or the colored version? No, that's the real, real question. Mm, I
1: don't, I don't know. Is she, is she pretentious and artsy fartsy like me, or is she like the straightforward fun? That's kind of the thing. I'll I'll love the fork. I'll love like the black and white and stuff, but some people would probably look at him like much to do about nothing. Why is it in black and white? Yep. That type of thing. I, didn't, you know, it. I didn't remember it being super super gory. So black and white may be okay, but I don't know. Ask her. Ask her what she thinks. I will.
0: Yeah, I don't think it's very gory either, from my re- recollection, anyways. Um, but I think it might hide some of the probably age CGI, probably pretty well. Yes.
1: Yeah. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. There
0: um let me see this is actually kind of exciting the exorcist believer has been been given it a rated a rating of r for uh disturbing images sexual language and some other stuff but i'm excited it's rated r
1: yeah you and me both um i don't have a lot of faith in david gordon green after halloween but i'm definitely going to give him a shot the trailer looks okay uh it's either going to be a very boring movie like the trailer or it's going to be really good because he showed you not a whole lot um so I, i'm very interested I, i'll we'll see where it goes it's just i hold expectations he's already signed on for three movies i think for it yep um, and you know william freak Friedkin just died you know the original director of the exorcist so i don't know if he got to see any of it see or if he had any comments on it but we'll see i you know if blumhouse is putting this much money into it david gordon green is an artist i mean he makes great movies so hopefully he turns it around and just doesn't make some really strange decisions like he did in the halloween franchise but we'll see i i'm excited it, it's 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 buzz going towards the horror community so i'm here for it
0: yeah i'm in the same boat um I wasn't going to go see it in theaters until I saw the trailer. And then I was like, Oh, okay. Maybe I'll go check it out in theaters. And same as uh, Sam was like, I want to see this in theaters a hundred percent. And it's hard. to It's going to be scary. In. Yeah. It's hard to get that girl into the theaters, So she wants to take go it. See where you get it. I'm,
1: go- I'm going. Yeah. Take it where you can get it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs>
0: like, like, what came out this week the uh last voyage of uh Demeter came oh Demeter out
1: this week? I, man that looks awesome but I'm yeah. a sucker for that type of stuff
0: same it does look sweet I know I'm excited but I don't think I can get Sam to come out for that one yeah
1: yeah that's which stinks because you know that thing's gonna be badass in theaters all that like ship scenes and how dark and eerie and all the surround sounds gonna sound you that's almost one you almost have to see in theaters it'll be exponentially better
0: yeah I think so too um A24 has announced that uh, Talk to Me 2 is officially in the works with the original writing and directing team uh, for the sequel. I think it's going to be like, (laughs) I think it's going to be Talk with a 2. It's going to be like a hand with a 2, me. Nice, nice. Classic uh, title title card action there.
1: I actually haven't got to see it yet, and it's my biggest regret because I have heard nothing but great things or like... The worst I've heard is somebody was like, it was all right. That's the worst I've heard about this movie. Yeah. But I haven't seen it yet, and I'm so excited to see it. So excited.
0: We went and saw it.
1: Uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say I've been a little underwhelmed with 2023 so far as far as, like, horror movies and what we've gotten. We've had really good stuff, but not a lot of, like, I don't know. It just felt like last year we had good movie and then great movies and good movies, and this is kind of, like, really good movie and then bleh and then yeah. a really good movie We're we're not spoiled as much anymore
0: yeah me and sam went and saw the uh, opening night and we both really liked it yeah
1: cool cool and, and again i i haven't heard anybody say anything negative the worst i've heard is yeah it was all right that's the worst i've heard so
0: that's pretty much what i've heard too is like it's a little predictable here and there but i i didn't think it was that bad
1: <laughs> i'll be interested to see if a24 keeps uh old naked people in their movie for no reason they gotta keep that streak going <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> you know hereditary and all that type of stuff they gotta sneak naked old people in there you know yeah. so I'll, I'll be excited well, to be looking for that
0: Yep, i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm not gonna spoil it for you you'll have to check it out <laughs> yourself <laughs> Oh, uh, let me see here. We got I got one more piece of news, which is Dead by Daylight is going to be bringing the Alien franchise into the fog. You'll be able to play as a Xenomorph and Ellen Ripley. August twenty ninth
1: yeah i i tried to play i think it was alien isolation that came out years ago and i was oh, yeah. that, this is what i'm saying i'm a chicken shit like i tried to play i was like too much put the controller down i was like it's too scary like <laughs> yeah. that's, that's what i'm saying is like it's terrifying and that's one of the reasons the movie's so great it's like it's just a terrifying form of isolation that is just scary and then not only you're in space now you meet this unstoppable creature one of the coolest creature designs ever in the xenomorph so the more it gets put out there the better uh Give us a cool Alien versus Predator movie. Now we've talked about both. Give us a good one. I didn't <laughs> oh, like any that they've made. They're so bad. Like, Just give us a good one.
0: Yeah, I think the last two movies, the first one has like really cool lore behind it, but the execution's yes. bad. And then the second one, it's just too dark.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it's just you don't care about anybody. It's no. it's almost like we fumbled the bag in the first one, being like, "Well, we made it hard PG thirteen. That was a bad thing. Let's make it as hard R as we can to try to save it." And knee jerk reactions just never work like that. So, can we get a good one? They're they're no. two of the coolest creature designs we've had in the last fifty years. Can we get Can we get a cool Alien versus Predator movie?
0: Do you uh Do you got an idea for a cool Predator? avp
1: man to me it wouldn't be that hard just like stick them on earth and let them fight and humans just get in the way like that's kind of my thing maybe less is more here we don't need the archaeologists there and you know uh antarctica or wherever they were but i mean if you want to build the backstory there i'm okay with it but my biggest thing is like just make it the predator versus the alien i don't think it's that hard i mean people come to those movies to see the creatures so i just kind of get out of their way and let them do their thing give us some badass fights
0: yeah yeah definitely i had an idea which would be like uh it kind of take the best of like aliens and predator where you'd have like the marines come down to uh a tropical planet and then all of a sudden there's aliens and predators also fighting on this planet to try to save one of the colonies or whatever hell yeah yeah it'd be an idea I don't as know. long
1: as the final boss as long as the final boss is an alien like one of the things gets on a predator and it makes a crossover like mega form yeah. and that's the big boss that they got fight at the end i'm so here for it yeah like, give cool. us one time an alien possesses a predator imagine that badass thing yeah. all those tools a predator has with the mind of an alien just kill 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 reproduce man that'd be badass
0: <laughs> definitely um well that's all the news i got Let me see. I still don't have a a schedule sheet here, so I don't know what I'm doing exactly. Don't mind me. But with that being said, do we want to get into the movie that you have chosen for this week?
1: (laughs) Absolutely. It is a huge guilty pleasure of mine, and I am very happy that you took time in between getting stitches to watch this movie. (laughs) Um, Hopefully you still had laughing gas in you when you were watching it, because that's one of the only ways to enjoy this thing.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so the movie that we're going to be discussing today is Lumberjack Man. It was released in 2015. Uh, It has an IMDB score of 4.3. It has a Rotten Tomatoes score of 37. Uh, The synopsis goes, a demonic logger uses an axe and other deadly weapons to wreak havoc. uh, Okay, a bloody havoc on a, I'm going to say a Christian summer camp because that wasn't in there. Uh, this movie was released October sixteenth, twenty fifteen. The director is Josh Bear, Um, and I do not have box office or score uh, budget, but it's low.
1: Yeah, um, the straight to DVD quality, guys. Here, like yeah. we're we're we we are at the Dollar Tree right now. Let's put it that way.
0: <laughs> Actually, I looked up, I looked up to see if I could buy this movie, and the only way you can get copies of it is in an eight pack.
1: Oh uh, my DVDs. gosh, yeah. if that doesn't tell you what we're dealing with here, people, but like in the best way possible. I'm sure we'll talk about it more, but like there's just so many movies like this that just have no business being this much fun.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, I didn't write down anybody, any of the actresses, other movies. I'm sorry. I just haven't had time, Um, but it stars Raven Rucolette, uh, Amanda Moon Ray, Andy Stan. Dismiss. uh Let me see. We'll just get to Michael Madsen, and he's from a lot of Quentin Tarantino movies,
1: mm-hmm. uh, Reservoir Dogs. He was Mister White, I think, the guy who cuts off yes. the ear. Yeah, you know, guy who cuts off the ear. And he's man, he's really the only guy of note. I was looking up trivia on this, and he was the only guy that actually had a trailer on set. Everyone else just drove forty five minutes both ways just to film. <laughs> it's so good, I love it. Oh, it's my God. such a good fun low budget movie
0: nice okay well do you have any uh do you want to give a spoiler or... free rating
1: spoiler free Uh well i mean are we going out five stars or are we going out 10
0: it would be like uh five i'm just like uh opinion just you don't have to rate it rate it
1: oh okay okay well no. If I'm giving a spoiler-free thing, um, this is the exact type of movie that you pull up at a drive-in at, and it's just grindhouse, it's low-budget, it's guerrilla film-style making. It's just fun. Like, it does not take itself too serious. It leans much more into kind of the horror or comedy aspect with a little bit of just fun slasher, demonic horror on the other side. Really fun practical effects, just... It, it's palpable that like everyone had fun making this movie. Like it looks so much fun and it's just, it's a blast to watch. It's ridiculous in the best ways possible. Um, So that's my spoiler free review. If you like that type of stuff, it is right up your alley.
0: Yeah, I totally agree with your uh spoiler free review. I, I recommend like this is a movie that you throw on with a bunch of your buddies and just have some yes. drinks and watch. Cause you're just, Absolutely. gonna you guys are going to love it. You could probably make a good drinking game out of this and, um i don't know how but there's definitely some ways you could do it the acting's uh pretty rough from everybody it's pretty fun <laughs> yeah um but there's a couple of good sequences in there too like i was actually pretty blown away with one of the sequences i was like i had to stop the movie and i went up to and i'm like this movie isn't like all like good bad movie i'm like i just watched a sequence where i was like i fucking loved it like yes it's very, yeah. very very cool
1: it's one of those movies that you expect nothing and it shocks you with a couple things that you're like, Oh wow, that's really cool. How'd they pull that off? Or clearly like they had some really good ingenuity. And like you said, the acting just feels like your friends, like they just called their friends. And again, some people do fine. Some people do bus driver impressions that are really (laughs) good, you know, like that type of thing. If you've seen the movie, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about, but it's fun. It is so much fun in the same vein as movies we talked about earlier, like zombie Beaver and stuff, like does not take itself serious at all. Almost leans more comedy at first. Um, imagine if American Pie met Friday the 13th. That's kind of how I see it. It's yep. super over-the-top rompy, probably misogynistic in certain aspects with its <laughs> jokes and stuff. Um, and I will tell you this. I, I know we weren't supposed to give spoilers, but I'll give spoilers on this back this movie would win the award for mo- the most unnecessary amount of nudity ever like they put so much nudity into this movie that is so unnecessary but it's so great at the same time
0: i know i questioned it for a moment i'm like am i sure sh- am i sure i'm watching the right movie here like this <laughs> you is thought maybe... you got the
1: <laughs> cinemax movie <laughs>
0: yeah like maybe the stream cut over or something i'm like i don't know what's going on
1: <laughs> and i'm yeah, sure we know, exact-
0: uh, we know exactly what scene we're talking about
1: Oh, There's a lot guys and there's there's a whole and also rewatching it a lot of weird like dancing montages like I will say like the whole cafeteria scene where they're having the food fight I was like why this yep. movie is an hour and 45 minutes why do we need that like that's they, stupid it just felt like hey let's have some fun we had a rough day of shooting let's tear up a cafeteria but eh, whatever
0: yeah all right well let's get into it then um so I describe described this movie in three words
1: I wrote great, bad movie. Nice. Those are my three words. It's a great, bad movie. It's exactly what you want. It's one of the reasons a lot of people get into film. It just felt like a real family project. It feels like just fun. It just feels like something you talk about with your friends and come up with the most stupid, ridiculous idea. And then you rent two really good cinema cameras and make it happen. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, it's exactly what it is. A great, bad movie.
0: Yeah. Those are very good. I put uh, fun, gory, and ridiculous.
1: Those are all great words to describe this movie.
0: <laughs> um, did you have a favorite
1: character? I went with Michael Madison's Doctor Shirtcliffe. Um, he's just so funny to me. Like, it is so like, it's such a ridiculous movie, and it almost seems like people break character sometimes. It's so ridiculous, but like he just keeps it turned on a hundred percent of the time. And like when he delivers some of those lines, like I will talk into some of our favorite lines, but you don't even know what meatloaf is. Like when he said that the first time (laughs) I saw it, I was just like, what is going on? It's, it's so funny, but he's definitely my favorite. He is clearly a knockoff, like lampooning of Dr. Loomis. And I love that.
0: Yeah. Same. Uh, he'd be my favorite character as well. He's the, he's a really good, uh, I think in, uh, what's that the rise of leslie vernon they call they call it the mcguffin
1: yes yes that's a great that's a great call absolutely he's
0: he's excellent his deadpan humor is so great Uh, everything like you said he plays it with a completely straight face throughout um and some like the scene at the end of the movie too where he's trying to explain for the main girl to do an act
1: Oh my gosh, the cotton! I know what you're talking about. The yeah. Cotton, it's you know, it's the it's the evil. Just just do it. Yeah.
0: It's yeah. So oh my god, did I ever laugh? Um, but yeah, definitely him. Do you have a least favorite character?
1: Um, the only two that I wrote, and one of them I don't blame him because clearly that was the whole point of it. I put Leon the bus driver, um, just because he really just struggles here like i mean i know what he's going for acting wise but it's a little too much over the top but that felt like low-hanging fruit so character i went with and i will say as much as i thought the actor was just kind of like cringy and stuff his whole death scene was awesome in the bus um but my least favorite character i ended up giving it to Jacqueline, just because like i kind of grew up in that environment growing up and she was like the really nerdy religious one but she had one of the most satisfying death scenes and one of the funnier lines in the movie when he busts into a cafeteria and she goes, Jesus fucking Christ out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, she 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 really got to me in that movie. She just kind of nails on a chalkboard and she just kind of plays the the really dumb, dumb, dumb Christian. And it's just uh I, that that character always gets to me. So she was my least favorite. But okay. she was funny. She was effective.
0: Yeah. It was she the one that gave the uh the 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 grace? Did she say Grace?
1: Yes, yes, that would be her, Jacqueline. Oh, Why Grace. I know her name? That means I've seen the movie too much. But yes, her,
0: yeah, because I couldn't figure out who was who in this whole movie.
1: <laughs> no, they they have names. They have names. But yeah. It's hard to remember.
0: Um, I don't know if I really have a least favorite character. Everybody was like okay. Um, I'd say maybe Callenberg, I guess, but like just because he's just kind of, kind of douchebaggy type guy but i also know yeah. uh, who's uh who's the doug doug is also oh, well, doug, yes he's yes. one of those pre- uh, preacher guys that i like you said i also just can't fucking stand
1: love to hate him love to hate him. and he but that's why i love him so much in this movie because like he plays that so well oh my gosh in the whole five marbles part. oh my goodness <laughs> like it's so ridiculous. Oh, ah. Yeah. And his haircut makes his head look like a penis. It's so great. Oh, the coat. So oh oh my gosh. Doug's best part is when Lumberjack Man breaks in and he just does this weird scream where he goes bah! and doesn't move. <laughs> yeah. It's so weird but so funny and effective.
0: Yep. Um, but yeah, I I couldn't really pick between anybody, so I'm just going to kind of go between those two. Um, I think I know who your best actor is, but I got to hear it from you.
1: Yeah, I'm. A, I'm gonna go Michael Madison. Uh, yeah, just Doctor shercliffe I he he's the one that was the most consistent and believable, and just delivered his absolute deadpan humor perfectly.
0: Yeah, I totally agree with that. He's definitely. Uh, he. I don't know who else you would put at the top of this list. Yeah, besides you can him. you
1: can see the skill gap. Like that's like. Even Faith, like I clearly I hadn't seen her in anything. The main girl. Um, she was really good, but like you can see the talent gap like between her and Michael, and yep. there's a reason he had a trailer and everyone else drove to set, you know. <laughs> yeah, definitely.
0: <laughs> uh, well this is gonna be curious because who do you think is the worst actor?
1: Huh. I I said it earlier. I'd probably give it to Leon the bus driver. Like I know what his character was going for, but it was like so over the top and so like aggressively like that it it just sometimes was a little cringy kind of like the part where he like flips Doug off it was just kind of like could you not think of anything funny and creative to say like it's just that that would probably be it but again that's the whole point of the character so I don't know it was just a little too much overacting for that and he's a coked out bus driver so I mean what do you want from him
0: yeah i'm gonna go with him and kind of his whole like death scene with him and the two girls too the girls are also not very good actresses either like they probably
1: all got they probably all own a local strip club and that's probably where they you know got hired on he's the bouncer (laughs) you know what i mean
0: yeah yeah so i think with everything you said too on that i'm I'm gonna agree and go with those answers as well um what do you think of the score and soundtrack
1: I I use the word minimal to describe it. Uh, again, with it being kind of a lower budget film, I wouldn't say it's noticeable that it's there's not a whole lot of soundscape and stuff. It's just it's very like straightforward. It's very like getting the job done. It doesn't like enhance anything. Now there are a couple like funny like originals they make in it that are like just over the top stupid songs that they wrote for the movie. Um, but other than that it was just very minimal i mean you hear the sound effects it's not like there's nothing in it that takes you away from it but nothing that like adds to it you know i i think of like i think of goblin for suspirian like how much that worked for that film that's just not here again it's straight to dvd in an eight bundle pack quality movie people yeah
0: um yeah did you know the music is done by a band named chainsaw
1: no, but that actually makes me want to look into it more. Like I said, some of the real, they had some really funny original lines. Like I think when uh, they were doing the uh, like uh, wine cooler scene, uh, I think there was like a really funny original song there. And I can't remember the other one, but they're just very like right on the nose for the moment. Yeah. Funny song.
0: That's all I, that's all I have for score and soundtrack. It was just, I saw it in the opening titles. I'm like, that's a dope name.
1: Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep.
0: Other than that, I didn't really pick much out. I guess like the the uh, the uh, uh, opening sequence. I guess the song was pretty. It was, I think, it was pretty metal from what I remember. I watched it Friday morning, so it's been a yeah, couple it's, days. It's
1: it, it it's very straightforward movie. You're not going to get a lot of the like masterclassing stuff when it comes to like what you know sound and score and what we're about to talk about next. It's kind of hard to it's hard to talk about that stuff on a thing that probably had a budget of less than ten grand. It felt like
0: yeah well speaking of uh how high class the movie is uh cinematography and editing
1: um i don't think it's bad um but again there's nothing here to like elevate it and take it to the next step of like being like great um there's a reason we're calling it a good bad movie um i i think the people making the movie knew like hey we just have to not fumble the ball and like not make it look horrible and it doesn't look horrible i don't think there's any editing things that like stick out like sore thumbs cinematography is just very tonal the same tone you can tell they just use like red cameras and just put the cinematic filter on all of it and it went through uh, but i i mean there's still some cool shots i i think of that one guy when he gets killed holding the garage door and slowly gets sucked back in and you just see the lumberjack's eyes it's a cool scene cool scene yeah. cool lighting But that's about the highlight. Other than that, it's very tonal.
0: Yeah, I agree. I actually wrote that scene down, too, because I love that shot. I also wrote down, like, some simple things. Like, there's the slow-mo axe through uh, Courtney's face at Grace. Uh, Everybody, like, watches the axe as it flies by them. Yes, I do like
1: that. And shout uh, out the animated scene. I did like that. The little animated backstory. That shit was cool. I I like that shit. I don't know. I liked it. Same um and then uh what
0: else there's uh there was a kid uh holding the banana in the jar of peanut butter when he's watching (laughs) the girls strip and then he uh he gets turned on and he pops the banana and then the camera's from up top and you see the whole thing do the spin and land in the peanut butter jar "Ah, was that
1: his name ernie yeah because ernie doesn't skip a meal and then we find out what happens to ernie he becomes the meal yeah great But like you said, I'm telling you guys, we're not doing justice to this movie. You just have to watch it. It's so good it, in the worst, best ways possible.
0: You do, yeah. Um, other than that, I didn't see. Like you said, it's pretty toned, like flat, like all the cinematographies. It's all like guerrilla style. There's a lot of kind of shaky cam when running behind yeah. people and stuff. But, um, I know Sam usually handles this department really well. But do you have favorite costumes or outfits?
1: Well, I, I mean, it's kind of hard to pick anything other than the lumberjack man himself Um, <laughs> with the bark. I love the bark mass, the wood tree. Um, I thought his design was pretty cool. He looked very menacing, simple again, just kind of keep it simple, stupid. And he looks good. I think he looks good. He's yep. creepy. He's funny. He's over the top.
0: I do too. That was also like mine. Like, what are you going to say? Like the Christian church camps, uh, <laughs> they all wear, they're all wearing the same thing, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, But, yeah, it looks really cool. I noticed that uh, they gave him, like, muscle pads to make him look bigger. Yep. And one of the shots at the end of the movie, I think it's, like, after he transforms into his, like, deep, like, full form or whatever. And you you can see, like, some muscle padding there. And I just started laughing. But
1: Any means necessary. But, see, the beauty is, like, that movie, like, the people making were like, yeah, we did. And we don't care. And that's why it's such a good movie. That's why it's good.
0: Yeah um well we got a bunch of memorable lines probably eh
1: oh my gosh Bruce by far my favorite is at the very end it just totally makes the whole movie you don't know what breakfast is or you don't know what pancakes are what is it breakfast or pancakes I don't remember but the way she delivers it and it's just so funny it's because all throughout, it Shercliff keeps saying, "You don't know what meatloaf is. You don't know what this is." It's just, it's the most stupid line, but it's so good, and it's a perfect way to end that film. Uh, so that's one line that always sticks out to me.
0: Yeah, I like that one too. Um, I also have Doug here. Um, uh, it's just, it just seems so camp counselor like, leader like the Christian whatever. Uh, would be like, he's like, breakfast for dinner. Could things get any weirder?
1: He's <laughs> just so over the top, and he's so hyped about it. <laughs> or I also love speaking of that. I love when um, gosh, why well, can't I think of the chef's name when he comes out and he's like, "Got it all made for you." Cannot find the maple syrup. Don't know Me where either. it is. Right? <laughs> it's just like the way he says it, um, is very good. Or it's not really a line, but the way it's delivered, Um, the Asian man in this, and I hate to put it that way, that sounds horrible, but you'll know him when you see him, when he tries to attack the lumberjack man and the way he says, oh, fuck you, like, it's just <laughs> yeah. so ridiculous, it's so funny, I think of that. And I also think of Shep at the very end where he's like, I survived. I came to help. (laughs) He does not do that at all (laughs) when when he shows back up. So, uh, but that was a very funny part of the movie. But those are just some lines. It's just, it's one of those movies. Like you just kind of have to watch it and like catch the energy of it. And like, there'll be so much stuff that's funny. I'm sure we're saying these lines and people are like, that's not funny at all. But in the context of the movie, it's hilarious hilarious
0: yeah i liked uh leon too uh leon's hornier hornier than a 3 bald cat tomcat
1: <laughs> yes and and is i just dropped my load you're gonna help me do it again like yeah. that was oh my like <laughs> it's just some of the lines in here They're so they're so cringy dad jokes but it works so well yeah it works so well
0: um what else callenberg you know what is uh you know what they say about the prude girls right uh once they get nude shit gets crude
1: oh my gosh when they're rolling the weed oh it's so bad but (laughs) it's so good and also i i wrote it down here the line where they're doing the uh where they're trying to think about the girls they want to hit on he's like pippin and jordan and they go into this long epilogue of like jordan and pippin and it's just funny because being a huge chicago bulls fan he's like you're more like luke longley it's like that one hits so close to home because he's just one of those players that sucked and just happened to be on like a great team so every time i hear Mm -hmm. that joke it's really funny that one always hits really well for me or i'm sure you probably wrote it down by my right now uh the wine cooler scene where he says he has risen where he's dressed as jesus and then goes full meat helicopter for the girls that that uh (laughs) that that's a pretty great line that's pretty great Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) I didn't write that one down, actually, but it's good that oh, you I thought brought that, it I,
1: Usually, that's the hardest people laugh when they watch that movie, is that's that part. So I was like, oh, I'm sure he wrote it down. But that's, that's one of my favorite lines, too, is, he's risen! Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I liked uh, what a bunch of horse apples, too, just because they're Christians and they're trying not to swear.
1: Yep, yep. Or uh, how the running joke of, we don't say ass, unless we're talking about the donkeys and Jesus. Like, the whole yeah. running joke there is just it's good i'm telling you people like watch this movie you will you'll understand it don't listen to those ratings they're probably well deserved but those ratings earlier are wrong
0: (laughs) yeah yeah um i have one more which is uh cotton is the death fabric
1: yep kind of like we talked about earlier cotton (laughs) is the death fabric i don't need to explain it just just do it (laughs) for us horror fans like that is so funny to us because there's been multiple times we've always said that like it just it doesn't make sense for there to be nudity here but they just make it work oh yeah that's that's the whole joke there people if you can't get the irony i'm sorry
0: (laughs) um do you have any lines that were disliked
1: i mean there's some there's a lot that just kind of come across cringy like i was talking about with leon You know where Doug's like hey man like be sure to pick up the kids and he just kind of goes on this profane profanity lace thing that's not very funny it just kind of seems like an edgy 12 year old trying to be funny he's just like fuck you Doug fuck you And it's just like some stuff like that's a little cringy but nothing out of the ordinary where I'm like oh woof!" because it all if it's cringy it leans into the movie like it works it works
0: yeah yeah I'll definitely agree with that. I don't I didn't really write anything that's too bad either like you said, there's probably some cringy moments here and there, like the I know the deputy says some pretty
1: yeah not he, ridiculous
0: he, stuff, but he's an awfully dumb character,
1: yeah, that's why when he gets as dumb as he did that's that's it's so good that's yeah. why it's like satisfying
0: <laughs> <laughs> um well, there's a long list here, man favorite kills
1: there, there are, are a whole so, lot. Many,
0: so many kills in this movie
1: my top two man i i really went back from 1a and 1b and there's so many good ones i want to say doug just because like he's the one you want to see get it the most and when he does it's satisfying and it's funny um but pretty much we didn't mention this at the beginning uh the demon lumberjack man he has to kill you and put his blood on his pancakes to eat that he wheels around throughout the movie you. um to get the power and so like a lot of these kills is like him trying to drain them of blood, or what I'm gonna go with, I, I'm just gonna say it because it was a little bit of an homage to a Great Friday the 13th kill. I put human table, where he turns the mean girl into a table and tries to eat off her, and gets so frustrated that he just throws her as hard as he can against a tree while she's covered. Kind of it made me think of the sleeping bag kill from Friday the 13th, and it's just so funny and over the top and she doesn't look bad when she's all contoured like it it, it's a little cringy vr effect but it looks decent for how low budget the movie is
0: yeah definitely i agree i really enjoyed that kill too there's like a whole like shit ton of kills but i definitely think that doug's was my favorite i love the slice (laughs) below the waist and then the leg the legs look really bad but the legs just keep moving and there's really bad cgi blood just flowing out of them and he still manages to stay alive for a few minutes until the lumberjack man catches up, but I thought that was like the best death.
1: It is, and it, like I said, the CGI doesn't look great, but it almost plays into the movie. Oh, um, for sure. But my number two kill, I can't remember her name, but when she's caught upside down, and he puts the maple syrup spigot in her head to drop the blood right on the pancakes. I love yeah. that scene. Yeah. That one's so good, and it, it looks good after the practical effects get put on
0: yeah definitely i like that one too i like there's a there's a girl sitting on a bench and i can't remember what her name is but they're like, go, like oh, yeah, oh why is it yeah. she moving and then they tap her and then like her one side of the body like like she's basically like a jigsaw puzzle put back together and she falls in all kinds of different directions i really like that one too
1: yeah that that one's really good yeah yeah, yeah i was gonna say because right after that shortly doug and man doug's is good kill I'm, I'm kind of kicking myself i didn't make that the best kill just watch <laughs> it and you guys will see why we love it
0: oh yeah um least favorite kill
1: um probably just because i would want to see more out of it i love the concept of it but the pancake kill where that one girl falls down and he's just like smashing her with the pancake love the idea they probably just couldn't do a whole lot with the budgetary reasons but it was just kind of a boring and really drab kill because the shot is just a pov of him taking this giant, obnoxious pancake and smacking it against the camera over and over, yeah. uh, with her face kind of showing through it. It's not that I hated the kill; I just that's the one that's like, I wish that one was over the top. Like that's the one I want to see go crazy. Him yeah. killing somebody with his giant demonic pancakes. <laughs> um,
0: I wouldn't say there's like a the only. I don't have a least favorite kill, but I I do have like a little bit of a nitpick with the kills because i noticed that there's like three or four decapitations in this movie and you should have like a whole variety there's so many people there should be way more variety with it
1: yes and the the double decapitation that we talk about in the bus scene i love that i didn't catch it the first time i watched it but when he swings the axe and both their heads go out opposite windows i was like oh yes hell yeah yeah. i'm so here for that (laughs) um so that and that's why i'm and that goes right to your point i wish there was more decapitations because they did them well
0: Yeah, um you want to talk about the gore effects and special effects
1: all the practical stuff is very good um legacy effects i think is the ones that did it because it says at the beginning the practical stuff looks really good the cgi looks really bad um anything (laughs) that cgi looks really bad um that's what you're gonna there's some stuff that's good and there's some stuff that's cringy i let me put it this way i i'm surprised how much they pulled off with how low budget it is um but i.e. the doug scene but none of it takes away kind of like we were talking about earlier because it's such a ridiculous movie that leans into it if it looks bad it almost helps the humor and the kill so it's almost like a perfect scenario where it's win-win it either looks good or it's funny which is what this movie's trying to do
0: yeah of course yeah like i agree with everything you said when they do get into the practical effects everything looks really good um and the cgi does not hold up well but it at all yeah it, it but it's it's fine it does like you said it leans into the humor of the movie um yeah there's just some of the some of the just a couple of blood splatters are a little rough to watch i think now <laughs> but you know but you let it go also
1: sh- also shout out i know we said earlier i love the animated montage of like the background and why the lumberjack man's here and you know the why the gypsy jebstone i think his name is or whatever you know the yeah. best money of to- box can have for pancakes or whatever it said there it said throughout it like you kind of see that backstory and why he's coming for all these people and that was cool I thought that turned out really well especially they must have known somebody because it that looked really good for a low budget movie
0: it looked phenomenal and that's that's the moment in this movie where I was like holy fuck like that's yeah. a really good scene it reminded me of um, Krampus you know when they do the animated yes. montage in that one as well yes Um, but yeah it looks it looks just as good well not quite as good as the Krampus one but it's got a nice art style to it and everything and it flows in its own way um but yeah that that blew me away I was I was not expecting that in this type of movie
1: not at all not at all you mean the movie where they make poop mannequins of themselves to sneak away from their chores oh my god yeah (laughs) I forgot there's the least favorite scene that I just unlocked for both of us that scene was so cringy oh Oh, my gosh Yeah, some of the marijuana jokes in here kind of feel like a boomer trying to write them who's never smoked before. You You know know what I mean? Like, it's just so I mean, there's cringy stuff like that, but nothing like horrible. Nothing that like would ever make me turn this movie off.
0: Yeah. What do you think of the storyline and pacing of this movie?
1: That is the one place I have issue with this movie there. I mean, there's really no storyline, which is fine. We don't come here for it. I mean, again, demon lumberjack seeking revenge has to spill the blood of innocent people on his pancakes to reach his full power. There's the story. And it kind of feels like they make it up as they go along, but that's okay. That's the point of the movie. Um, But the pacing is where the biggest issue. There is no way in hell this movie needs to be an hour and 45 minutes. I mean, there was a lot of stuff that could have been cut out, i.e. the food fighting scene that was just kind of dumb and cringy. Some of the jokes, the whole stable scene as a whole could have been cut out, that whole character. I mean, his kill wasn't bad, but it was just kind of like, why? Um and, and just stuff like that. So the pacing's not good, especially on the back end. It really kind of drags. There's, there's a couple parts at the end where it just kind of like keeps kind of going especially when they you think they've defeated him or michael Masson shoots him with the gun and it just kind of keeps going yeah uh or the or the scene where he has the syrup packet and it's hilarious the way michael Masson does it but it just kind of goes on a little long <laughs> where he's trying to open it to throw it on him uh it, it, it there's just some stuff that just drags a little bit but hey they put they put this much time and effort into a movie that i can enjoy i i get over that really quickly
0: yep yeah i definitely agree with this the pacing issues this yeah an hour 40 is way too long for for this and and the the montages could have been shortened up maybe a little or like you said cut for sure cut the food fight one because it just didn't add anything to the story um Anything,
1: anything yeah
0: there's there's a few more montages too that just they could have been shortened up or it just could have been like a just a scene but a lotioning
1: one the lotion. uh, okay. yeah <laughs> i mean i know they're going for an over the top elongated scene but it was like man this is super long and uncomfortable yeah. oh yeah that's what? that's that scene that's you're watching and your parents walk in. And you're like i swear it's not like this
0: <laughs> oh yeah they coming in as soon as she's putting all the lotion on herself too and it's like oh yeah. come uh, on
1: yeah it's like oh my gosh here we go but i mean it, it goes so over the top she pours a whole jar on her self so it's it's whatever
0: oh yeah yeah other than that like the storyline's okay it's simple um i actually kind of like the story of like the serial cursed demon guy killer that comes out and the only way to defeat him is with maple syrup for some reason it's just
1: <laughs> it's just so, it, it's that signs you know it's like it, why would the aliens come somewhere that's 70 percent water if they're you know that's the only thing that kills them you know, yeah same
0: thing. yeah um uh favorite scenes
1: man um again we've kind of touched on a lot of them but i mean of course honestly almost anything with doug i know we just made fun of it but the scene where like doug comes in to see her lotioning to watch what the kids were doing like his reaction there was just really funny to me pretty much anything doug's in really cracks me up his kill's great (laughs) um But probably the funniest to me, the funniest, and it goes into one of the cool shots that we talked about, was the part after Jacqueline gives that really long, cringy grace, and Lumberjack Man kicks in the door, and she just, it's quiet for like two seconds, and the camera just kind of pans around to everybody, and she's just like, Jesus fucking Christ, which is hilarious, (laughs) because she's like the most straight arrow character the whole time, like won't say a cuss word, and she just gets an axe thrown at her, and the whole cafeteria scene was great. Um, Just because Doug kind of shines in it, but there's so many great scenes in here. I I would probably say the cafeteria scene is my favorite because the way the how funny it is and how it goes into the long axe throw scene that we talked about. And it kind of shows all the characters as the axe passes. It's a really cool scene. Really cool scene.
0: Yeah, I had that one down, too. And I I also had uh, Jacqueline's grace just because it's so (laughs) so wild. wild. It's long. It's wild. She talks about how she wants to bang Doug, and it's just super <laughs> uncomfortable. I don't see how any... And nobody nobody else at the table is like, shut up.
1: just yeah, Come on. It's so good. It's so good. Um, that, or we touched on it earlier, probably the best scene is, I can never remember his name, where the guy's holding the garage door when he gets pulled back into the abyss with the lumberjack man. That's actually a really good scene. It looks awesome. So yep. that's probably the best scene in the movie, like technically
0: yeah i definitely agree with that um i also really liked uh the Doug with the marble the pizza party explaining (laughs) how this was gonna work just because i'm like that's kind of how my boss would explain the pizza party aspect (laughs) to me as well he'd be like if you lay so many blocks today guess what we're gonna put a marble in the jar and then on friday we're gonna have a pizza party
1: (laughs) but if you're bad and i love when he talks about the hypothetical marbles and the dumb girls just go oh no or what happened to the mar- yeah that's <laughs> it that's it that's it oh my, it's it's so good. It, i'm telling you anything doug's in doug is just one of the guys in the movie that just cracks me up from his mannerisms to how they designed his character like anything he's in is just kind of gold in this movie yeah or michael madison to be honest
0: yep i agree with that um let me see i don't really have like crazy 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 stuff we talked about the dinner massacre um i like the like just like kind of like funny like they're not like scene scenes but um like the smart car discussion like why they can't they all fit in his car and it's because he's like he doesn't want to say that he's driving a smart car he's like because my car's small he's like he's like you got a smart car he's like yeah,
1: it's... not only a small car, but like the most comedically small car you could think of.
0: Yeah, and he's already got somebody in there, so that vehicle's full. You know.
1: Yeah, it's it's good, and the car looks like you could flip it over yourself.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. They're very light. I guess they're really bad for like, uh like they're like jeeps. If you turn too quickly on them, they'll turn Ooh. over. I okay. could
1: see that. I could see that.
0: Yeah. Um. I also have the cop unloading the clip into the lumberjack, and then when the lumberjack falls down, she gets up she just looks at him. She gets like kind of like a shrug and then she just keeps unloading the gun into him. I like that. So I thought that about... was pretty funny.
1: Yeah. Cause how many times have we screamed as horror fans? Like, why would you stop shooting him?" You know?
0: Yeah. She, she, she like unloads like 25 bullets into him in a 15 like round bag. <laughs> she doesn't <laughs> change. She doesn't change the clip.
1: <laughs> not at all. Not at all. <laughs> Authenticity is not the strong suit of this movie. Yeah. Um, least favorite scenes uh i think the stable scenes like we talked about is a little cringy um that where they they get the guy high with their bad weed or whatever and then build like manure things wearing their clothes to sneak out of it like a little cringy a little bit of a reach there yeah that's probably my least favorite that or the cafeteria food fight scene because there's literally no fucking point to it at all
0: yeah i have definitely those down and then he's like the The worker is smoking like uh, Amsterdam white rhino weed or something like that he's supposed to you won't hallucinate off of smoking weed
1: yes and then he like hallucinates now it is a funny death scene but it's just kind of like why especially yeah. like when Brandon and I kind of talked it's like the pacing issues and the time of this movies it's one weakness that I find it's kind of like stuff like that could have been totally cut out totally cut out
0: for sure um that was the only couple of these favorite scenes.
1: Yeah, everything else fits. And again, like it's kind of weird because, again, this movie kind of catches lightning in a bottle like I talked. It's either like the stuff looks good and you're impressed that they pulled something off that clean or it's so bad that you're like, oh, they did it on purpose to be funny. So that's the beauty of this movie. Like it, it's kind of hard to dog on it in any way, shape or form unless it's like so overtly over the top because everything just kind of works.
0: Yeah. Okay yeah I don't have any other- f- these favorite scenes either um uh thoughts about the killer
1: I love it uh it's super refreshing um uh he's just a demon lumberjack coming back for revenge to cover his obnoxiously large pancakes with your blood so he can become super powered it's amazing i I don't know how many mushrooms were taken to come up with that idea but whatever it was was perfect it was great
0: yep I agree I really like his look um I think it's kind of comical that he carries around three gigantic pancakes and a wheelbarrow around <laughs> with his murdering yeah. tools.
1: And no one notices. Like,
0: No, I know. No, he leaves it in plain sight, too, and nobody seems to be like, oh, what the fuck are those giant pancakes doing over there? Why are they
1: covered in blood? Like, what's going on?
0: I think Doug is the only one to actually notice them. Notice them? Is it Doug or is it somebody else? I don't remember.
1: Probably Some, Doug.
0: Somebody does notice the gigantic pancakes and starts, like, hugging them and licking them or something like that. I can't remember. It it's was, probably though. Doug
1: or Shep. That sounds like one of those two characters. <laughs> oh, you know what? I bet it was. I, I bet it was the deputy sheriff, the guy with the mustache. Oh, it when was. Finds him. It was him. Yep. That's who I know exactly what scene you're talking about. Another very funny scene that you just kind of forget about because there's so many funny scenes.
0: Yeah. Um, I like the red eyes. I like how they actually gave this mask like some interior eye glow, which you don't, I don't find you don't get very much in like slashers. You know, they're all like just black you know heavily
1: prosthetic and uh, you can't see them yeah yeah i totally agree i thought the red eyes really worked especially in that scene we talked about where the kid kind of gets pulled back into the like fog and the dismay of the cafeteria and stuff like the eyes look really good there
0: yeah definitely um so we'll get into our scary rating out of 10 (laughs)
1: I gave it half a star. It's not scary at all. Um, The only thing that's like scary about it is like just I mean, there's nothing really scary about it. Um, No, (laughs) no. I mean, I only gave it half a star because I didn't know if we did zero stars. It's not scary in any way, shape or form. Uh, besides some of the acting, that's about the scariest part of this. Um, th- this thing is fun. This movie's fun to watch. Even people that don't like horror will watch this movie because it's not intense at all. At yeah. all.
0: Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree with that. I'll also give it a point five out of ten. There's not a scary bone in this whole movie. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> um, rewatchability and would you recommend?
1: Rewatchability all the time, man. I. This movie is such a guilty pleasure. It's a perfect, like, house-cleaning movie um, because you'll just hear some of the stupid things said um, or you'll just walk through when a cool kill is coming on. So rewatchability is huge for me. And, of course, I recommend this thing to everybody. (laughs) Hence why we're talking about on this podcast is a hidden gem that I try to champion all the time. And I love movies like this, man. It just the, like, fun energy on set and, like, how much passion they had to make such a dumb movie, like, comes through and, like, As a person that just loves this shit, like it is right up my alley. It's corny, it's funny, it's gory, it's overtly over the top. It's just good. It works. It's a movie that I would be proud to say I made.
0: Nice. Okay. Um, rewatchability. I would like to check it out again, but I'd much rather show a group of people this movie. I think that's definitely the best way to sit and sit and sit and watch it. And I agree. If you like movies like. Zombievers, beavers or wolf cop or single gore yes. man you know like stuff like that you're gonna love this movie it's right up your alley yeah um so yeah. i definitely do recommend it I at least checking it out once like i said there's a bunch of cool kills um the lumberjack lore is actually pretty good um there's lots of nudity sex and uh blood <laughs> yeah. and gore and what else could you want from slasher movie right
1: just a sequel baby let's get a sequel <laughs> going my gosh we need one man I what's like- michael s- madison up to
0: i'd like to see a sequel with like double the budget yeah oh of
1: course man like a real like terrifier to terrifier 2 thing imagine what they do if they actually had budget and stuff you know what i mean
0: oh definitely because you know they spend most of their budget on michael madsen in this movie
1: yeah not only that but probably the look of the lumberjack man everything else was totally just scraped by the t you know seat of their pants type of thing
0: yeah definitely um, so with that being said, we'll get into our final uh, overall rating, we do it out of five using emojis, our the number one emoji would be like a poop emoji. And mm-hmm. then it would be uh, eye roll emoji for number two, three would be okay. So that would be somewhere in the middle. And then it'd be a thumbs up emoji and a 100 for a five out of five. And you can go high or low with any of those scores if you're somewhere in between.
1: I I give it a high thumbs up. I'm not going to give it a hundred because there are some like things that are just kind of like really. And I'd give it a hundred if they cut a lot out and made it to like 120 you know, or an hour and 20 or like an hour and 30, you know, cut 15 minutes out of this movie. It'd be a hundred for me, but it does kind of drag. And if you do rewatch it, Brendan, you'll kind of notice on the back end, it really kind of drags a little bit. So that's the only reason I give it a high thumbs up. It is right in my wheelhouse um, of exactly what I love about the horror franchise is we can watch a movie about a demon lumberjack just murdering people in dumb ways and laugh about it. That's why we love this genre.
0: Yeah. <laughs> nice. I think I'm going to go with a uh... it's kind of hard but I think I'm going to go with the high thumbs or a, a high okay yeah. because even even I think this movie is a really good one to watch with a group of people, but I just don't know how much desire I have to go rewatch it by myself. (laughs) Unlike, you know, you got like, like, uh, beavers. I do want to rewatch and I probably will end up watching it by myself. But uh, like Zombeavers, like Shaun of the Dead, Tucker and Dale versus Evil, I think are, those are kind of like more of the top tier.
1: Yeah, yeah. Horror comedies where you
0: can sit. Like, if this was a guilty pleasure for you, I totally get that. Like, I, I sit down and watch Army of Darkness all the time by myself. And that movie is, you know, be hugely criticized by everybody. It's like the worst of the franchise for how totally different it is. But that's always been my favorite. So I, I, I'm going to give it that. And because of, like, the runtime and the pacing issues that we talked about. And, like, those montages need to be either shorted up or, like, cut right take out of the out. movie. Yeah,
1: take them right out.
0: But other than that, I think it's a lot of fun. I, I do want to watch this in a group of people and have like a bunch of drinks. And I think it'd be a really good time.
1: It's it'd definitely be- one of those movies that like people will call you a hero at the party. And they're like, what do we watch? And you're like, have you ever fucking seen Lumberjack, man? Yeah. Like people will talk about this movie. They'll be like, oh, it's very reminiscent of people know the movie The Room. Like when you tell people about it, because if they don't know, oh man, it's, it's so good. And just watching people's reactions to this movie. It's probably exactly what Brennan said, like, just the most entertaining part about it.
0: Oh, definitely. Um, I guess uh, we'll get into some fun facts. Um, Let's see. I got to look them up here. Let me see. Oh, there's 37. That's quite a bit. <laughs> I didn't think there was going to be that many.
1: People love this movie, man. Yeah.
0: Um. Despite the film's mixed reviews for audience and critics, it has maintained a small cult following online and fans fans of horror and B-movies.
1: Yeah, like me. Yeah. I'm speaking <laughs> into existence, people. Let's get Lumber of Jackman 2 made.
0: Oh, this is actually interesting. Actor Chase uh, Jol- Jolte partially based his performance on Steve Stifler from the American Pie films.
1: There you go. That's literally like I, I. You could almost tell from the laugh. I was going to say that guy's laugh's really annoying. Yeah, He's so douchey.
0: <laughs> um, you brought up the Michael Madison only trailer on set.
1: See, I wasn't lying, people. Yep. <laughs> uh,
0: director Lloyd Kaufman of Toxic Avenger fame and James Gunn of Marvel Studios and DC fame, uh, both uh attended the premiere of this film in Austin, Texas
1: really that's very interesting
0: i'd really like to know what they thought about it actually
1: yeah i mean like james gunn i know has done like slither and stuff so he likes like movies like this but that's interesting those are big names to show up to some that did not have a theatrical elite release at all so interesting very interesting
0: um, the death scene inside the cafeteria was achieved using a mixture of practical and special effects and post-production visual effects. Uh, actors who lost limbs had prosthetic dummies as doubled and wore green hood sleeves, and stockings to be removed in post. Okay, Interesting. So that, that's kind of like a basic... Yeah. How, how they did stuff. it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, it's not crazy fun, but... Uh, the school bus scene scenes were originally intended to be shot with a rear projection to imitate the look of a 1980s horror film before it was decided to use a green screen fuck that would have been yeah that would have been cool
1: yeah i don't i don't know why they'd go away from that unless it was a budgetary thing but yeah
0: yeah it must have been but why
1: wouldn't green screen be more expensive but uh well i I don't know i don't know i'm not part of it
0: i i I think it'd only take a couple of clicks to kind of Get rid of yeah, the green screen and put true. something that's in. Right? Um, to create the illusion that the lumberjack's hands had passed through Theresa's chest, the arms seen on screen were that of the actress Andy San own.
1: Okay, hmm. he pulls the heart out. Interesting. I I didn't think there was anything crazy about that scene. I wonder. I wonder if Legacy Effects just made all these like made all these fun facts or just like hey here's all the <laughs> shit we did in this movie <laughs> that's, what, that's what it kind of sounds like it kind of i mean it's it. interesting for sure because i i didn't know how they filmed some of this stuff
0: yeah and with such a low budget too yes um many scenes were edited or removed to reach a, a runtime of 105 minutes it would the initial cut was closer to two hours
1: oh god my <laughs> word what what could have been two i mean the final cut was an hour and 40 minutes so what extra 20 minutes would they fit in there i have no
0: idea but i don't want to see it
1: (laughs) no i don't either i don't either i want the version that they cut more out of (laughs) yeah let's give this a
0: theatrical run we'll get the we'll get that runtime we want
1: (laughs) yeah absolutely absolutely i'm not trying to watch like frodo baggins meets lumberjack man and like three hour lumberjack man movies no thank you (laughs) it's like lord of the rings run times almost what the hell are we doing
0: <laughs> um to create the consistency with atmosphere shooting would sometimes be interrupted for half an hour at a time so the fog machines could run interesting yeah again
1: low budget filmmaking its best people
0: yeah i agree uh the cafeteria scene nearly took nearly a week to shoot due to problems with special effects equipment not functioning properly uh it was filmed in 2013 lumberjack man wasn't released commercially for over two years after dark after dark films picked it up and after the plans were of the original distributor filled through so this movie sat for a while too yeah
1: that's and see that's that makes almost more sense because that's closer to 2010 like the humor and stuff that make more sense than 2015 because i was like man it's kind of a dated sense of humor you know Yep. um not to say that i don't like that stuff because hell i grew up in it but it's just like it just seemed like 2015 i was like that's kind of old for that type of humor it's a little little edgy kind of like high school sophomore edgy humor
0: yeah yeah i can definitely see that um let's see let's... um Female characters that required scenes of full frontal nudity were cast with actresses who had an experience in the fil- adult film industry. I
1: knew it. I knew it. I <laughs> fucking knew it when we were talking about. It. I said they were strippers earlier, but I knew they probably had a couple skin stars in here.
0: Oh, no, no sure. shame,
1: no shame, no shame, people. No, I, it's just funny that I called it. That's kind of the acting. It's like that's what the acting feels like in here. Is like those like late night like hbo porns where it's like not full porn but it's like
0: the softcore porn porn. yeah 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 yeah.
1: that's 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 the vibe of the acting.
0: oh for sure um half a day's shooting was delayed due to a major accident that shut down a nearby highway for several hours actors and production staff had difficulty getting to set back after long distances and had to find alternative routes Hmm. man that's what you get for having everybody have to drive in. That's though. what I'm saying.
1: That's what, So Michael Madison just showed up that day, and he's like, I guess we're not filming. Like, yeah, that's... <laughs> right. I guess I'm getting paid today either way. Yeah, just to chill out here with the lumberjack man in my smart car.
0: <laughs> uh, even though it was was scripted, the scene in which Teresa rubs herself with lotion involved a fair amount of improvisation. On the day of shooting, Andy Dimas and the filmmakers found humor in making the scene more over the top more and more over the top than initially planned
1: okay i can see that because if you just had it real quick it could seem really weird but like it almost goes on too long and like it's like obvious so just watch the scene and you'll start to see the irony and it gets more and more ridiculous the longer it goes on yeah well yeah just the classic peeping tom scene you know i.e animal house i.e any of that stuff that's that's what's going on here if you guys have not put it together yet. This is not a great first date movie is what we're saying. No, no, <laughs> it's, no, no. Yeah, it's, it's definitely not a good first date movie, people. Yeah, there's there's a lot of nudity in this movie, yeah. like unnecessary yeah. amounts. <laughs>
0: um, If you play close attention, many of the extras that play camp counselors are never in more than one scene. There wasn't issues with extras showing up uh, to film due to not being able to take off work from their day jobs
1: exactly that's That's neat see that's see that's why you love this movie it's like that type of stuff you know how hard they fought to make this i mean they they waited two years to put out a movie about demon lumberjack that's crazy awesome i love that so much
0: um let's see what else we got we'll do a couple more despite being slated for us as a straight to video release it did have a limited one week one week, rum at select theater theaters during eight films to die for 2015 showcase.
1: I'd see this thing in theaters. I probably I would,
0: would too. I think that'd be a good experience. That probably would be, be just, like the best way to watch it.
1: Yeah, I'd be so culty, and people, it to me, it'd be like the type of movie that'd be like Rocky Horror. People would like find shit to do and like throw spoons at the screens like they do, Yo. and shit like that. Like maple, people would bring maple syrup and shit. It'd be great. It'd yeah, be great.
0: I definitely agree um for a short period of uh time the film's dvd sold for higher than retail on ebay due to the relative uh obscurity and limited availability
1: there we go that's why we can only find it in the eight pack man
0: yeah it is uh it is pricey i'll say that i did look at it
1: <laughs> i'm gonna rob somebody for their copy of it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh this is a movie you find at a thrift store for sure for a dollar
1: yeah, I show up to some random fucking garage sale and they're like a nickel, and you're like, you have no idea, you just yeah. messed up,
0: <laughs> swindled. Um, but that is all my fun facts. So this was a tight episode. Um, Aubrey, do you want to give? Oh, dogs are freaking out. Uh, do you want to plug your account one more time? And thank you so much for coming on
1: no no problem man It's it's been way too long since i've been on and i know sam's enjoying her vacation but we missed you today um and i'm sure we'll collaborate all three of us again in the future but my name's aubrey i'm from the killing time podcast at podcast killing time on instagram uh just really come find me there that's all uh that's all i've really been on i've been focusing on some other things creatively but starting to get back into a swing of things so come check me out it's fun white trash bash a lot more like (laughs) top 10 countdown fun just laid back kind of like the episode today um but it was fun to come out and talk about a movie that just was so stupid and out of my wheelhouse that people would normally uh peg me as uh being a real pretentious film lover and stuff so i appreciate you uh indulging me on talking about lumberjack man it's been a long time coming any of my friends who listen to this podcast they'll know that i picked this movie because i tell them to watch it all the time
0: yeah awesome um you guys can find us uh on instagram tiktok and twitter at our life and horror and you can find us on patreon for uh uh after our episodes uh bonus episodes polls you guys can vote on what we're gonna do next um so go on and subscribe over there if you can. Uh you guys can also shoot us an email at, at com for or questions, suggestions, uh if you guys want to come on for interviews or whatever. Um just get a hold of us of us and let us know. And thank you so much Aubrey for coming on and filling in. Um I know I'm I'm probably bringing it down a little bit. I'm so tired. I've spent like over the last no, few days, you, I've spent like eight hours stitches. in the car.
1: You have stitches and I made you watch Lumberjack, man, and you're coming <laughs> off like a like meetup with friends and family. So no no need to apologize. I just hope I filled the shoes of Sam for everyone listening here at least halfway.
0: Oh, you did great. We, and I, 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 you, Sam. I super enjoyed the... Uh the the obscure movie that nobody's ever heard of
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's why i wanted man i was like oh man it's going to be great because i know you and i know you'd appreciate it for the art it truly is just a great bad movie
0: absolutely okay guys well um i guess i'll announce next week's episode which is going to be our annual uh patreon party which we will be doing for the first time ever a franchise discussion it'll be kind of like a round table on uh on uh, uh, the i know what you did last summer franchise um we're gonna do a shorter franchise because we have no idea how this is gonna go with talking with people around so three movies all three of them we'll be doing a ranking of course at the end and spoiler discussions um again aubrey thank you so much for coming on and hope everybody stays spooky